Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Will Rawson coming to you from the Will Rawson Podcast. This is episode nine. And what will we be talking about today? Oh, election day. The election's coming up for 2020. There's obviously a lot of like local and state elections and like different, I guess, propositions are what they're called in Oklahoma on the ballots and whatnot to vote for. I mean, presidential election's a big one that everyone's talking about. You're either riding with Biden or on that Trump train. And election day is Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, November 3rd. So, I mean, I don't care who you vote for, but, you know, get out and vote. Oh, yeah, and you could be rolling with Jogerson or something like that. And then there's some other independent candidate guy. I'm not sure what his name is, but... So there are at least four candidates on the ballot for president. There's a libertarian, independent, and your usual Democrat and Republican. I know this because I voted Saturday early for the first time ever. I've never voted early, so I didn't really know what you're supposed to do. But I had to go to the Wagner County Election Board and vote. I mean, because I voted absentee while I was in the military and living in and stationed in California. And I've also voted, you know, in person, you know, on election day on Tuesday. But yeah, so like, make sure you get out and vote. I mean, I saw a really good like Facebook, like meme or something like that or quote about like the elections. And it was like, you're not confessing your undying love for, like, a candidate. You're just, you know, it's a chess match. You're just, like, picking, you know, a piece for, you know, how you, you know, want to see America, you know, the country shaped, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. But, you know, like I said, I don't really care who you vote for. Just vote. It'd be cool if you could, like, write more people in, like, a candidate you think's deserving, and they'd let people do that, but they they don't really do that, I mean. And I think if you do that, like, you cross out all the candidates and you write, like, say I did, well, not this year, but, like, in 2016, you're, like, like Jim Webb or something in there, they probably don't even count all your ballot. Like, yeah. So, yeah, don't do that. Unless you can write someone in, then do that. But anyway, yeah, so election day is November 3rd, so remember the vote. Oh, we have the Dodgers won the World Series in six games. They want to beat the Tampa Rays 4-2 to in a really shortened 60-game baseball season. And, I mean, the Lakers won the NBA championship, I think, in six, I believe, over the they play the Miami Heat it was the Miami Heat yeah and then college right now there's they're on a coronavirus schedule which basically is most teams only play conference games so some teams a lot of teams will only play like 10 games I think regular seasons plus you know whoever makes the conference championship now the Pac-12 and the Big Ten 
we're only going to play like eight or nine games plus their championship. And they've already had some problems because the Big Ten has the strictest coronavirus-like protocols that players that, you know, test positive are out for three weeks, whereas like the ACC and the Big 12 and SEC, it's like 10 days or something like that. So like Wisconsin and Nebraska, I think, had a game canceled. And then Nebraska was trying to schedule like Tennessee Chattanooga or something like that. And the conference said no. And then I think Wisconsin has like 22 staff and players total like affected. And they don't know if they'll be able to play their next game. So that's like crazy. And oh yeah, with coronavirus still being around and cold and flu season coming up. Again, use caution. You know, wear a mask. You know, if you can, you know, wear a mask. Wash your hands for sure, even if you don't wear a mask. If you feel sick, you know, go get tested. Stay away from people six feet, you know, or whatever, six foot, whatever distance, you know. Do all that, you know. I mean, yeah, just be cautious about it, you know. But it's still going around. I mean, because, like... Yeah, just, you know, be smart about it, people. And what else is going on? Marine Corps birthday ball will be coming up. Or Marine Corps birthday will be coming up November 10th. Followed by Veterans Day on November 11th. You know, but big the big deal is, the big holiday is the Marine Corps birthday ball. I'm pretty sure Thanksgiving's coming up too. This It is coming up in November. So, yeah, I don't know what day. But it's coming up. Anyhow, I will definitely be doing a Marine Corps birthday broadcast. And but and probably on that one I will talk about the results of the elections, you know, like the state, like some of them like you know, like because I think the Senate I think Democrats think they might be able to flip some Senate seats and get control of the Senate. There's going to be some tight races. Then Republicans think they can gain some, are also thinking they can gain, narrow some, win some seats back in the House. You know, there's a lot of, you know, and then the White House obviously is in play. Trump, I think, put in his third Supreme Court justice. They're Amy... The, the, I think the Barrett lady, Amy something, yeah, Amy Cor, Cornette or Cornell Barrett, something like that. She's in there. She replaced the late Ruth Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She passed away. She was, a, I believe, the second woman on the Supreme Court. I believe she was the second woman ever put on the Supreme Court because I think But, like, she was, like, she passed away, and I believe that, yeah. And then he had, obviously, Kavanaugh, and there's another person. I forget the other justice that Trump put in, but the president put in, but, you know. Anyway, though, he got his third Supreme Court justice, so that made a lot of people mad and upset. She was actually from Louisiana, which was where I'd been working at, so that was kind of cool. But, yeah. 
So there's a lot of, you know, the White House is in play, you know. We've only had one actual presidential debate between Trump and Biden, and it was kind of a shit show. They're, like, always interrupting each other and different stuff. It's crazy. They were, you know... I mean, they... I mean, in... The Wallace... I mean, I don't know. I think I should do presidential debates, because... I think Wallace and all these other people that do them, they throw some candidates softball questions. Me, I wouldn't throw any candidate a softball question. I would be like, hey, did you say that? Okay, well then explain to us. Or were you mis or were you misinterpreted what, what did you say here? What did you do here? What about this? I wouldn't, you know, toss like softball questions. Which is probably why I won't ever get a moderated presidential debate, because I'll be like, well, you know, what about this? Or what about that? Or why didn't you do that? I mean... They did, like, competing town halls, I guess, for the second debate or something. I don't know. Like, it wasn't even a debate. They just did, like, on-TV televised town halls. So, I mean... Yeah. I mean, and Trump had corona, so that's probably why. They, he had the rona. Or as he liked to, likes to call it the China virus. So that might have been why they didn't, but that's why they didn't, but, you know, still. And then each, I think each, like, the current, uh, Vice President Pence, some people in his staff tested positive. Uh, Senator uh, Harris, who was Biden's pick for Vice President, some people on her staff tested positive. So, like, yeah, that's why they really haven't had, like, a bunch of debates, I guess this election, but, you know, you would think that we would be able to figure something out, test the candidates and all their staff, like, right before the debate, they'd be like, okay, no one tested positive, let's get this thing going, you know, and have them, have the debates, but again, most of the moderators just throw softball questions at everyone, so, eh. anyhow, let's get off politics, and talk about well SEAL Team 6 uh, the Navy SEALs rescued an American hostage in Africa on the Niger and Nigerian border I believe the man uh, he was an American he was captured at I guess he had a he was living on a farm or something down there and they kidnapped him and were wanting ransom so like obviously they didn't want this guy to get sold to ISIS or some Islamic group and, you know, get beheaded on live TV. So, they sent in a SEAL Team 6 because they're responsible, I guess, apparently for the, that region. So, they sent them in to rescue him. And they did. And they took out a lot of bad guys and, you know, no, no operators were injured or wounded. And the hostage was secured safely because those are really like if you talk to SEALs they will tell you or like special forces if you read or hear or listen to anything those guys say those are some of the biggest like most sketchy or dangerous like missions because first off you have to get there you have to sneak in there and get there like you know undetected get to the hostage quickly 
dogs. Been you know, so that they do not get killed by their captors. Because even if you recover the hostage, you know, wounded or dead, their body, you failed, your mission failed, you know. You may bring them home to wherever they're, America or whatever country they're from, but your mission failed. I mean, you could capture, you could have captured Osama bin Laden alive, and if, like, say, and if your job was to rescue an American hostage and that hostage was killed, it was still a failure. So, yeah, those are, like, the most tricky, I guess, and, you know, they're rewarding when everything goes right, but, you know, so many things that can go wrong. Anyhow, so, like I said, November 10th, I'll probably do another one in December, and then in January, I will start doing weekly podcasts every week for the new year of 2021, which hopefully is better than 2020. I mean, I can't complain too bad about 2020, obviously, you know. My first uh, child was born in 2020, so I don't hate 2020 like everyone else. I mean, I think it, I think it kind of blows some of the stuff that's gone on. But dang, I mean, gotta look on the bright side about things, people. I mean, it could always be worse. Anyway, though, like, also like Veterans Day, Wrinkle Birthday, it can be like. November and holiday season can also be, be a down season for veterans. So for any of my fellow veterans, especially my Marine brothers or sisters listening, and my veteran and my other veteran brothers from the other services, keep your head up. You're not out of the fight, you know. Reach out. You know, don't become one of the 22. There's always someone that will listen and talk to you. I mean, I, and I get it. I also understand that, like, like a lot of veterans, I mean, myself, really bad in keeping in touch with people and need to do better. And I'll try to do better, but hey, like I said, guys, ladies and gents, just keep your heads up, you know. Holiday season sucks, especially with the coronavirus economy going on right now. Just, you know, just know that the world is not a better place without you. And you're only ending you're just temp, you're you're only ending the pain temporarily for, you know, for yourself, not, you know, the, your family and your friends and your loved ones and people are like, man. So, you know, like, this is a lot of veterans. It's like people in general. Like, you know, I know it's tough right now. Like, I mean. Just give life a chance. Is what I'm saying. And let's see football season, the NFL is going on and they're going to play like a six, a regular schedule, like they do have like protocols in place, because I know for example like Buffalo, I think last week maybe or is it this week, they literally 
or without all of their tight ends, and I think even their practice squad tight end, because one of their tight ends tested positive for corona. So, you know, I mean, but they're still playing the NFL. Like, obviously, the Chiefs are good. The Ravens are good. Steelers, surprisingly, well, not really surprisingly, with Big Ben back, are good. Titans are good. I mean, I don't watch a lot of NFL. But the Cowboys with Dak out, and then now they're down to their third stringer. They're they're not good. To, an eight-win team's probably going to win the NFC East. That's all I'm going to say. An eight-win team will win the NFC East. The, uh... Who else is good? Well, the Patriots are no... Buffalo is winning in the East. I think I know that much. The, uh... What else? Who else? Uh, the North, the AFC North is Baltimore and Pittsburgh are on top. The Bengals with Joe Burr out of LSU are... They have some good offense. They just... Their defense, and they're just, you know, they're... They're not good right now. The Browns are being the Browns. They can still be a playoff team, but they're the third best team in their division. <clears throat> and what else? Uh, let's see who else. The uh, South is the Titans. The Houston Texans are struggling. I guess pretty. They're not doing that well. And the Colts with Philip Rivers at quarterback are second place in that division, but. The South's not a great division right now. And then the West, obviously the Chiefs are winning that. I think the Raiders are in second place. And then Denver and San Diego, which both have young quarterbacks playing for them. And then you have, in the AFC, like I said, or in the NFC, the East, you have the, I think the Eagles and Cowboys are tied, but they both have like two wins. So an eight-win team is going to win that division probably, eight or nine. Then the North, I believe the Packers and the Bears are fighting it out there. But Detroit's in there, and the Vikings, I believe, picked up a big win today over the Packers. And then the South, the South is an interesting division because Tom Brady and the Bucks are rolling, but Drew Brees and the Saints are still pretty good. Carolina... They're in their first year without Cam Newton in, like, forever. Because Cam Newton's starting for the Patriots now. They have Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy B, who I think is an underrated quarterback and the Vikings gave up on too early. They have him. They're without Christian McCaffrey, though, so that... And the Falcons have blown a bunch of leads, and they're, like, a two-win team. They recently just picked up their second win. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are playing better. So that's good for them. And then in the West, that's a really competitive division. You got the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Cardinals, and the Rams are all pretty good. So, I mean, that's going to be a dogfight division right there. And then, oh yeah, the Jets are terrible. And there's a big game this week for my Notre Dame Fighting Irish playing Clemson, who will be without Trevor Lawrence because he tested positive for Corona, so he won't be playing. 
And the reason why I mentioned the Jets being terrible is a lot of people, they're probably going to get the first pick in the draft. And a lot of people say they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. So, that's interesting. And then you got, I think college basketball season is still going to play. I think they're planning on playing. And then, I don't know, we'll see how the playoffs in college goes. I think high school is still playing like regular schedule kind of, like local high schools, and they're still going to do the playoffs and all that. I mean, but like limited fans in the stands, which is understandable. Let the kids play, but, you know, keep the, to stop the spread, let's only have family or maybe, you know, and not a student section, which sucks because I remember high school football, people love going to games and stuff like that, especially if you're students, so yeah, that does suck, but still. Anyway, though, I think I will end this with Remember the Vote. And like I said, I'll have a November 10th Marine Corps birthday podcast honoring my beloved Marine Corps. So this is Royal Wilson signing off. Everyone have a great day.